I'm Lisa. And I'm Lindsay, and this is Garbage and Bold. The podcast where we deliberate the worst and the best about all the things. Deliberation that just so happens to be loaded with snark, laughs, and sometimes we even agree. We are legitimate friends who have been sharing our opinions with each other for a long time. So things might get a little spicy, but we're still friends when it's all said and done, I promise. Totes, and we want to know your opinions too. More on how you can do that at the end of the show. So it is time. Are you guys ready for the deliberation? Let's do this. All right, Lindsay, hit us with that recap and the voting results for breakfast cereals. Breakfast cereals, people had a lot of opinions. Surprise, surprise. It's one of our largest, largest vote getting yeah. episodes. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. thanks for your votes. And thank you, everyone who used the hashtags as instructed. Yeah. Made ta- my tallying life quite easy. So yes. in the garbage showdown between shredded wheat and grape nuts. Yeah. You did win. Yes. Yes. You yes, did, yes. You did win, win handily. Great. Uh, notes. I, apparently, people like to eat brooms. So <laughs> some people did. Some people like to eat grape nuts too. And I was like, "Who yeah. are these people in our life?" There well, were a couple people that were like, "I'm voting for Lisa just because of her good argument." I'm like, <laughs> "I don't even understand that." You want to eat a broom? Is that what you want? Whatever. Sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta be shrill, passionately shrill, Lindsay. <laughs> passionately shrill. That's where I go wrong. Dang it! And then in the gold face-off between Special K and Captain Crunch, mm. you also won. So Yay! that is two wins for Lisa this week. Yay! Do you know what I was realizing as we were going into this week is that Mm. I have not won a category exclusively in like three weeks because it's been a tie and a Lindsay win and then a tie Mm. and a Lindsay win. So I have not won my own category in a long time. So I feel really good about this this week. Great. Right. Except um, I don't think I've won a whole category ever. So you did the last two weeks. I mean, like you won. Oh, I have not won anything other than a tie. Yeah, but in, like, I have never weeks. won like a Lindsay wins both. A sweep? Yeah, you did. It was the New Year's resolutions episode, I think. Okay, so episode two. How many episodes <laughs> have we had since episode I'm two, saying, Lisa? You have. I'm not bitter about it. No, okay, so obviously not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not bitter about it. I think <laughs> I did. I think I did quite well for a category that I don't even really eat. So feel I feel good about that. That is fine. Oh, All right, God. Lisa. Do you have some listener comments? I do. I've got a few because the discussion this week on Twitter was super fire and I loved it. It was so it was, fun. It was a I lot. I loved it. So a couple of comments from that this week. At DavidBox09 referred to grape nuts as grandma gravel. And that is like my new favorite thing to refer to them as is grandma gravel because I, I described them as gravel from my grandma's driveway. He put it together. It was super clever. So I'm going to start using that. Like I made that up. Thanks, David. The other one. Lucky Charms, I think, was the people's choice, at least according mm. to um, at Totes Allen and at Al Hodnefeld. So Allen and Lindsay uh, both really, really like Lucky Charms. And that yeah. surprised me a little bit over the classic Honey Nut Cheerios. I thought we'd have a little more of those in the mix, but we did not. So fine. And then finally, to everyone who appreciated my Captain Crunch lore, Pete <sighs> at PTG underscore Pete and both of Lindsay's nemesis Luke at Luke Peltier and Matt at Matt Nisbet, who appreciated the Captain Crunch lore of Horatio Magellan Crunch. Thank you to everybody. 
typical nemesis behavior to <laughs> love the Captain Crunch lore. It's just typical. <laughs> All right, Lindsay, what are your listener comments this week? Well, for those of you who enjoyed the whimsy of the Captain Crunch lore, Dane, um, at Dane underscore T, mentioned that in the UK, shredded wheat is actually called Weetabix. And I did some research, um, but they have, the Weetabix folks have Weetabuddies, which are, they take fruit and they make the, like, pieces of Weetabix into, like, faces and oh, it's it's adorable and whimsical so so if that's you cute. if you loved the captain crunch lore but hate that what it does to your mouth um you can look up beta <laughs> buddies and i think that is the thing i have never had to explain chewing before on twitter that was new um because several people disagreed with the fact that captain crunch does cut up your mouth I just feel like there are two very distinct camps there of people that understand how to chew and people that seem to just shove it all around your mouth while you're doing it. Lisa, that is what chewing is. You don't have, do you, when you put something in your mouth, do you like literally scrape it across your palate or do you chew it and swallow no. it? No, no, you don't scrape it across your palate, but you don't sit there and make sure that each piece stays between your teeth as you pulverize it. It right. hits the other parts of your mouth. And because cereal is full of chemicals and air, yeah, it gets jagged edges when you are chewing it and then that hurts your mouth. And I'm not the only person who said that. People voted for my gold just because of how Captain Crunch made their mouth feel. And it is all over the internet. And why would it be all over the internet if it was not true? <laughs> well, it's hard to argue with that. I Okay, fine. If the internet says it, it's got to be true. Thank you. Because the internet also told me Captain Crunch has a 200 IQ. And that's true. So... It's all true. Captain Crutch doesn't exist, all first of, of all. It's all true. It's either all true or none of it's true. So it's all true. Lisa, <laughs> I feel <laughs> there, whenever you, you eat food, everyone, the next time you eat something, think about where that food goes because it's going all over on the inside of your mouth, including the roof of your mouth, the sides of your mouth. And if you eat jagged things, it cuts your mouth. It's like eating razor blades. Do potato chips cut your mouth? If I had big bites of them, yes. They do not. Yes, what? they do. No, no. Yes, they no. do. And <laughs> if you eat like the puffed, if you eat like puffed, so like Cheetos puffs, which are delicious. Uh -huh. If you eat a whole bag of those, they do cut up the roof of your mouth because they are puffed like cereal is. I have not had a puff in a minute, so I cannot attest to that or not. But mm. I'm sure the listeners will let us know. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Just, any any other science. comments this week? Any other comments? Mouth science. Your, no, that's it. Your... That's it. Mouth science. All right. So mm. with all that fine mouth science, Lindsay, we will now mm. go on to the show. All right, guys. This week we are deliberating the garbage and gold of Easter. Mm-hmm. So... I have a little research both for the religious Easter and the cultural Easter. The secular Easter <laughs> is maybe not a great way to say it. Pagan Easter? Yeah. The devil's Easter. <laughs> the sinful Easter. So Easter in the Christian church is a holiday celebrating the resurrection of Jesus from the dead as described in the New Testament in the Bible. And that is on the third day after his burial and death. 
the it's the culmination of the passion of Jesus that comes after the season of Lent, which is the 40 day period of fasting, prayer and penance. So Easter is a big old celebration in the Christian church. Additional customs that have become associated with Easter that are observed by both Christians and some non-Christians include Easter egg hunts, the Easter bunny and Easter parades, as well as various traditional Easter foods that can occur regionally. Now, getting to the cultural Easter, which is the Easter bunny, also called the Easter rabbit or the Easter hare, is a folkloric figure and symbol of Easter as depicted by a rabbit who brings Easter eggs. This originated among German Lutherans. The Easter hare was originally played the role of a judge, evaluating whether children were good or disobedient in behavior at the start of the season of Eastertide, which, Lindsay, gives me some serious Krampus vibes, and I'm so here for Krampus vibes! (laughs) I will say, I do think the Easter Bunny is soups creepy, and, like, more even than Santa, because you can't see his face, or her face, when people dress up like the Easter Bunny. Yes. No. It's like a mascot costume. Yeah. Yeah, it's gross. Okay, so you think the Easter Bunny is creepier than Santa? Is the Easter Bunny creepier than Krampus? I don't care enough about Krampus (laughs) to know what Krampus looks like, if we're honest. (laughs) So. Fine. Fine. (laughs) Did I look at the show notes? No. (laughs) (laughs) The Easter Bunny is sometimes depicted with clothes, which is weird. In legend, the creature carries colored eggs in his basket, candy, and sometimes toys to the homes of children. And so that's similar to Santa Claus, which is, you know, dropping off gifts to kids who are good the night before for their holiday or whatever. The yeah. first time this is ever mentioned was in a German book in 1682, referring to the Easter hare bringing Easter eggs for the children. So... Why is it that kids just want people to bring them gifts all the time? I think this is the downfall of society. Like, this is the reason for so many of the terrible things that are happening in the world is because we have allowed Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny to ruin children. Do you know who would help that, Lindsay? Do you know who would bring balance to that system? Stop talking about Krampus. Krampus. Because Krampus is going to take you and he's going to put you in his basket and he's going to take you to... Can can we say where he's going to take you? He's going to take you you to Hades down there because you've been naughty yeah you're gonna get in his basket and you're gonna be gone from this earth so it's just saying you need a little bit of that evil to balance out all the good do you think that you have now hit a record level of krampus (laughs) saying in a podcast someone call the guinness book of world records because i'm pretty sure we just hit it Krampus is so dope. I'm never going to get over how much I love Krampus. <laughs> yep. That <laughs> seems on par. On brand. Okay, so Lindsay, <laughs> we'll stop talking about Krampus for now. And I will ask you instead, what is your garbage of Easter? Mm, so my garbage of Easter is Easter apparel. So, um, whether or not you are religious, there seems to be this tradition at Easter that you get fancy new clothes um, and that you wear them either to church or to brunch or to grandma's house or or somewhere that you're going to get dressed Mm -hmm. up in really nice clothes 
Yeah. Usually new, usually spring themed. Yeah, I was going to say usually white, a lot of white. Usually happen. white, uh-huh. a lot of white, which is funny because we live in Minnesota and there are times where Easter is so early it's still snowy and everyone's yeah. wearing white like floral dresses, which is mm-hmm. not winter appropriate. People dress up to celebrate Easter. And so I did a little research. I channeled my inner Lisa. Ooh. And in, in actuality, dressing up for Easter dates back to pagan traditions. That okay. With the coming of spring, people would celebrate by wearing new clothes. So there's a great article by Lily McAllister um, that said in 300 common era... Okay. I don't think that's how you say that, is it? Yeah. The Emperor Constantine made a official decree that in all of the Roman Empire that his court must wear the finest new clothing on Easter. He would. Constantine. He would. Yep. And then a 15th century proverb from Poor Robin's Almanac stated that if one's clothes on Easter were not new, one would have bad luck. Quote, Mm. at Easter, let your clothes be new or else for sure you will it rue. End quote. And in the 16th century, during the Tudor reign, mm-hmm. it was believed that unless a person wore new garments at Easter, moths would eat the old ones and evil crows would nest around their homes. Oh, man. That sounds yes. really cool. So then in the 1870s, the tradition in New York was to have an Easter parade. That is where Easter parades began. Oh, cool. and it And women would get decked out in their newest and most fashionable clothing and walk around Fifth Avenue. There you go. Nice. So that's the history. So if you are on Facebook at all, you need to brace yourself because your timeline is about to be flooded with people in their Easter finest. Yes. Which is true. It's a thing. It's a tradition. Why is it garbage? Because in order to get Easter fashion right, we torture ourselves with clothing that is not necessarily comfortable. We think that we need to wear things that are pastel and floral. And as a kid, the thing that always really got me was we always had to wear white tights. Yeah. Sometimes they had the pink hearts on them, but mostly they were just these white tights. And they're either like too tight and restricting or they're like hand-me-downs hello older sister and so they're kind of like sagging in like the knees and stuff sad Sad. got some therapy issues it's fine i have new stuff now there's nothing holding me back um and and like patent leather white shoes yes, and white little, yep, yep. little white purse and like the dresses were usually frilly and, and all mm-hmm. those things and like to my parents, thank you so much for like all that you've done for me and for <laughs> providing for me and for helping me be part of this tradition because I know they listen. Um, I, I do really appreciate it. I'm not trying to like be a jerk about it. But like we wear these really uncomfortable mm-hmm. clothing. Mm-hmm. And the second reason why this is garbage is because Easter clothes are only ever Easter clothes. Right. Have you ever seen someone out and about who's dressed really nicely? And when you're like, oh, my gosh, I love your outfit. They're like, thanks. It's my Easter dress. It's nope. July. No, right. people wear them at Easter and then they never wear them again. That is fair. Yeah. And you have to buy new clothes at Easter, though, because a crow will nest in your house if you don't. Oh, and it's, the moth's going to eat all your stuff. That sounds yeah. bad. The, terrible. Uh, uh, I don't think it sounds terrible. I think it sounds cool. But... When a moth eats all your stuff? No, the crow's nesting in your oh. house. What are they up to? Of course. <laughs> Seriously. Lisa, 
I actually don't like I don't like birds, but I like the idea of doing something that's going to anger them to the point that they're going to want to nest in my house because I didn't buy an Easter dress. I'm going to play with that line a little bit. You don't Um, like birds? I hate birds. Any of them or just like birds swooping at you? Birds are the worst. I do not like birds at all. Okay. First of all, birds help keep down the insect population. Second of all, birds can be beautiful. Third of all, you are a monster. The internet is correct. (laughs) The thing about birds is they're terrifying and gross and I hate them. So, no. (laughs) But... Okay, so to get back to where we were, what I was going to say prior to that, I got real distracted by the crows eating my stuff, was the, when you talk about pastels, because I am a person who needs to wear earth tones to look like normal in everyday Mm -hmm. life. I cannot wear pastels, ever, ever, any pastel makes me look like a corpse it's just it just does (laughs) so i can't so easter is real difficult for me because it is you're right it's like the lilacs and the soft pinks and the baby blues and i'm like i'm gonna need an olive green minimum or darker to look passable in this life what skin tone does look good in pastels i don't know i have not me not me because like i am very pale and i still you know give me a jewel tone any day over a pastel yes so but that is another that is a good point though because at easter when you're supposed to be wearing a nice dress you're still Mm. crazy pale from the winter all of you is like casper Mm -hmm. level not cute yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay And my final reason why I think that uh, Easter apparel is is kind of garbage is, folks, we are living for the gram and we need to just live for living's sake. Mm. So we put ourselves and our families through all this torture with our Easter apparel so we can get a really nice picture and we can put it on Instagram and on Facebook so everyone can see how beautiful our family is. And you're not living your real life and you're not showing people the eight pictures you took where your kid is like running away and you're screaming Mm at them. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't need you don't need all of those pictures pictures of your beautiful easter outfits true true yeah yeah so easter apparel it's it's just it's rough it, it is, is it is yep. rough yep yeah and then if is. you're busy and suddenly you're like oh crap i gotta get a new easter dress because i gotta go to grandma's house mm-hmm. and then yeah and then you're at the dress barn late at night trying to find something <laughs> which is not something that happened to me but i heard about it from a friend definitely <laughs> Not something exactly. that I've personally no, encountered. That's never but. happened to me, for sure. <laughs> the dress barn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool kid. Cool kid over here. All right. So that's my garbage. Lisa, what about you? What is your garbage of Easter? The garbage of Easter for me is the candy atrocity known as Peeps. Is it a candy or is it a is it a doctored marshmallow? Peeps are a marshmallow candy, according yeah. to the internet. That seems like a loose definition. <laughs> it's a loose definition of marshmallow and candy. <laughs> candy. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. So peeps are marshmallow candies sold in the U.S. and Canada that are shaped into chicks, bunnies, and other animals. They have since expanded into other holidays, so you'll see them at Christmas or Halloween or whatever, but they started primarily at Easter. And so mm-hmm. now they're available year round, which is even worse, but they are made from sugar, corn syrup, gelatin, and various food dyes. 
I, I watched you just like throw up in your mouth. There. <laughs> I saw it happen. Oh, it's not great. All right. Peeps are produced by Just Born, which is a candy manufacturer in Pennsylvania. So in 1953, they considered themselves the largest marshmallow candy manufacturer in the world, which, okay, maybe you can aim a little higher because I don't know that there's a lot of competition for marshmallow candy manufacturers, but you know what? All right. Right. New shapes other than the chicks were produced and they followed a theme in the seasons and that started in 1960s. 20 years later is when the Marshmallow Peeps bunnies were released as a popular year-round shape of the candy. So you can get the Peeps bunnies all the time. The Yellow Chicks were the original, hence their name, the Peeps, but then the company started pushing them all year-round with different colors and shapes and all that. And now, I guess, they have flavors like vanilla, strawberry, and chocolate, which were introduced between the years of 99 and 2002. Yeah, I guess. Gross. It gets worse, though. Peeps don't have a flavor ever. Well. Like, they don't have a flavor. Yeah, well, apparently they're giving it a whirl to have different Mm. flavors other than none. Mm. Uh, But in 2009, the company expanded Peeps' product line by having Peeps' lip balm. They have accessories like nail polish, wristbands, umbrellas, plush toys, golf gloves, earrings, necklaces. Just like, why? Why? They're trying to make it like this fun, kitschy thing to be like, oh, did you see my peeps golf glove? Like, have some respect for yourself. Why? Who loves loves peeps enough to have a golf glove? Right. peeps golf glove. Right. Who who is the market for that? Who ooh, yeah. who is that person? Whatever, it's dumb. Yeah. Uh, and then this is a fun little nostalgia throwback. The Peeps microbead pillows were made by the brand Caboodle. Mm. <laughs> Remember Caboodles? I had a Caboodle. Yes, obviously. Yeah, obviously. And then the company Caboodle promises that they'll last a lot longer than their edible counterpart. Well, you know what? I would hope so. I don't think that's asking too much, quite honestly, but whatever. They also have Peeps Halloween costumes. And I'm really sad to tell you that our home state, well, not our home state, but our current state of Minnesota, there's a Peeps and Company retail store. I'm guessing it's in the Mall of America. I mean, if I were to, to hedge to a guess, be. it's in the Mall of America. And there's one in Pennsylvania. So there's only two Peeps and Company stores. One is in Minnesota. One is in Pennsylvania, where they were founded. Come on, Minnesota. We're better than that. Get the your only thing, stuff together. The only thing that you said in all of that is, I think a Peeps Halloween costume. That seems fine. That's the only thing I would like out of all of this. Even, like, including Peeps. Mm-hmm. Like, if I had to pick one of the things in which you talked about, a peep halloween costume like that would be fun you can just go as a chick you can just go as a baby chicken right right you go as a peep chick no you could just go as a chick why would you need to go as a peep chick or like a peep bunny you could just go as a bunny yeah dumb i would see that and think i hate peeps and i hate you She doesn't like to make friends, folks. I don't want to make friends if you're wearing a peep Halloween costume. That's just going to be a no right now. Guess what I'm wearing next time we record. (laughs) God. I'm just going to pull up the Google Hangouts and be like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) See you next week. (laughs) We record separately. (laughs) Oh, God.
gosh. <laughs> sorry, sorry. The this is the end of garbage and gold. <laughs> Lindsay insisted on getting a peep costume. <laughs> We've gone into litigation. We have to do everything separate. So, in conclusion, for my garbage, peeps are disgusting. They look gross. They taste gross. We don't need them because we have marshmallows and we have candy. I don't know why anybody thought to take some sort of quasi marshmallow, coat it in granulated sugar covered in dye and then put it in a little paper box covered in cellophane and we're supposed Mm. to act like it's good it's not good it is garbage someone has some feelings about that got a lot of feelings about peeps and they're not good they're not good Lindsay. all right so we've covered our garbages yeah easter apparel and peeps so now let's talk about the good stuff of easter what is a golden thing about easter for you So my gold of Easter is Easter candy, and I'm going to go specifically chocolate egg-shaped candy. Now, before you come at me with chocolate bunnies, like, fine, they're fine. But Mm. if you get the ones from the dollar store, the chocolate's not very good, and a lot of times, P.S., they're hollow. Yeah, uh, there is nothing worse than getting a chocolate bunny and it's hollow. No. Yes. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We're not not here for that. Not here for that. So there's a lot of variables when it comes to like a chocolate bunny. What there is not variables in is the candies of the Reese's peanut butter egg. Ooh, yes. The Cadbury mini eggs Mm. and the Cadbury cream eggs. Yes. Yes. So as a kid, I would get a chocolate bunny from my grandma Mm -hmm. and a Cadbury cream egg from my great grandma as like an Easter basket. And every year I would eat the bunny and I would give the cream egg to my dad because the inside of it grossed me out. And poor, naive young me. And like, I don't I think my dad probably just didn't tell me they were delicious because he's like, cool, because there were three of us kids and he would get three Cadbury cream eggs to eat. Yes. Yeah. No one tell great grandma. Years. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Don't tell great grandma that the kids don't like them. Yeah. I'll just give them to the kids and be like, oh, you don't like them. I guess I'll eat them. I guess so. (laughs) So I missed out on years of Cadbury goodness. So Mm -hmm. Cadbury cream eggs came out in their current form in 1963 and the Cadbury mini eggs, which are basically what an M M&M wishes it could uh, be that came shell. out in 1967 Goodness. so yes. the thing about cadbury is cadbury is a british chocolate company mm-hmm. and in europe and other places in the world they make their chocolate differently than they do in the united states so in the u.s here's a little fact i don't know if it's true it's just what i've heard so again i didn't look it up come on people you know me by now. <laughs> she had research in the front part of yeah. the show she's not doing yeah. it in the back part. i did research about easter apparel that's right shocking shocking <laughs> um but in the united states there you can put wax in your chocolate mm-hmm. to make it like harder to melt and mm-hmm. that is not necessarily what happens in europe is what mm-hmm. i have been told and what yeah. i have read yeah. so cadbury this british chocolate company makes amazing chocolate and it's processed differently than it is in the, U- the U.S., so it's not it's not waxy. It it will melt. Mm-hmm. So, like, don't hold a Cadbury cream egg very long. It will melt in it your does. hand. It does. It does. So very, very 
delicious. So good. And like a Cadbury mini egg, you can like eat a whole big bag of them. And they come in dark chocolate, they come in milk chocolate, and they come in white chocolate. Oh, those white chocolate ones though. Mm. <sighs> yeah, mm. I do like the milk ones better. They mm. also come in sparkle ones this year. So if you are <gasps> looking for a little bit of fancy in your yeah, Easter basket. I am. I am always these, looking for fancy. Cadbury sparkle mini eggs and just eat them all. I will just be doing them that. all. I will be doing that. So good. As a little aside, if you're ever in Birmingham in England, you can go to a place called Cadbury Worlds. Oh, my God. Which is not the Willy Wonka experience you hope it is. There are no Oompa Loompas. Um, it's very <laughs> much like... That. <laughs> you don't hope for Oompa Loompas? I do Maybe not. that's just me. I don't want Oompa Loompas. <laughs> I just, no, I'm good. I just always want an Oompa Loompa in my life. Um, nope. But, and this might have changed when I was, but when I was there, it was kind of like cheesy kid stuff. Okay. So if you've been to the Spam Museum, similar yeah. to the Spam Museum, except that every time you walked into another room, they would give you two large candy bars. <gasps> and so you walk out with a bag full of candy bars that you are like, oh my gosh, look at all the free candy bars I got. They're not free. You had to pay to get in. Right, but, right. It feels um, free because you're not paying for each one at that yes. moment. Yeah. Yes. So if you're ever in Birmingham, you've oh. got to go, go to Cadbury Worlds, get the, get the candy, look at all the stuff. It is so... Mm. Oh, it is so good. So I good. I do love a Cadbury cream egg. I have always loved a Cadbury cream egg. Yeah. It is a problem how much I love them. And now they are also, I don't think they're available year round, but I know that they have them also at Halloween. Ooh. Do they really? Yeah. And the <gasps> insides are like green or whatever. Yeah. For Seriously? Halloween to be spooky. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I had no idea. Yeah. Surprise. I had no clue. I love mm -hmm. their commitment to like, this is not a real egg, and we all know it's not a real egg, but the Cadbury cream egg, the Easter ones, keep the white, and then part of it the is yolk. like yeah. yellow <laughs> to be the yolk. I'm like, I know this isn't a yolk, but I'm going to eat it. Like where I am doing most of my shopping, which is Target. Hey, oh, Target. Um, <laughs> they have kind of hidden the individually wrapped ones. And so the ones that are easier to find are the four packs. And there mm -hmm. is this moment where you just look at the four pack and go, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yes. that could be lunch. Yeah, totally. It's almost like a real egg. There's a yolk-like thing. I mean, there's protein <laughs> in dairy. Yeah, I can stretch this as far as I need to to eat Cadbury yeah, yeah. cream eggs for lunch. I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just want mm. chocolate now. God, so me too. bad. Yes, that oh. is a good one. That yeah. is a that yeah. is a good gold. Those chocolate so, Easter eggs. Mm -hmm. Yes, I mean there are other good. Easter candies, probably not the like, you know, don't give me the Hershey's eggs. Not yeah, no. Snickers eggs are pretty good. So are Twix Snickers eggs. eggs are really good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. not like when you get the big bag and it's just like the Hershey's and the Crunch and the. Oh, like, yeah. No. Those no. are not good. No. Like no. you need good chocolate if you're going to just destroy a, a solid chocolate egg, which is why yes. you need the Cadbury mini yes. egg. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Ooh. Absolutely. Now I really want a sparkle Cadbury mini egg. Me too. I don't even know what that means, but I need it in my life. I know. I don't even know if it actually sparkles, but I want one. Yeah. All right. So Lisa, that is my gold. Let's hear it. What is your gold for Easter? Well, I also went with an edible theme for my Easter gold. Mine is 
Easter brunch. Mm. So brunch is something that obviously can happen whenever. But Easter is a time kind of where a brunch is more of an expected or like a special elevated brunch. So Mm -hmm. a lot of things that can get served at brunch, which if you don't know, and I'm real sad for you, brunch is a combination of breakfast and (laughs) lunch. It's eaten like late morning to early afternoon, somewhere between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m., somewhere in that form. But you could get, like, there's a lot of Mm. egg-based stuff. So there's frittatas, there's omelets, there's egg bakes. My personal favorite is an Eggs Benedict. Ooh, I love me an Eggs Benedict. There's Mm. also, like, French toast. There's lots of different kinds of potatoes. There's, I mean, fruit, probably. I don't know. I'm not eating that at brunch. But I'm sure there's some there if you're interested in that. (laughs) But also, the thing that makes me the most excited about brunch is that typically there's mimosas or some Mm. other form of cocktail there. So brunch makes me feel a little bit like a drunk hobbit. And I really like that because I'm day drinking. I'm having a meal that I don't usually have because hobbits have like breakfasts, tensies, elevensies, lunch, whatever. So Mm. here we are. I get to have brunch and I get to have a mimosa with it. So it's what's great about brunch other than the day drinking is that it's it's things that I'm not going to make at home for myself like I'm not right. going to make myself eggs benedict I'm not going to make a frittata I'm not going to make an omelet you know so those are things that I can go and enjoy those and it is it's like a like how you said with dressing up for Easter it's like a special thing you do for yeah. me that's what Easter brunch is but it's a fun thing because it's like right. I want to be there I want to be enjoying this and I want to be having like a decadent meal that I wouldn't right. usually have otherwise so right. and I really love eggs and I really love cheese I was just gonna say <laughs> like I love breakfast I, lo- yeah. like, I eat breakfast for every meal like, yeah give me eggs and hash browns and yes like french toast and all mm-hmm. ooh, sauce yeah. like, I'll do it all I'll yeah it see all. I prefer a savory breakfast so I will go eggs benedict I will go hash browns over french toast pancakes waffles any day oh I want all of it so like I (laughs) go to Perkins and I get like the one like where you create your own create your own like eggs thing and then you get like a muffin with it I want all of it I want I want breakfast dessert oh I just want all the savory all Mm. the time like I enjoy a I don't know if they have it at Perkins or IHOP or whatever, but it's like the country fried steak breakfast. Mm. That is my jam. <laughs> that is this pretty good stuff. But it's like, yeah, it's like it's meat with yeah. some potatoes that I'm having for yeah. breakfast. Like, yep, sounds good to me. <laughs> I'm like Cracker Barrel. I want all the options. Oh, I want all the options. Mm-hmm. I want I want savory. I want sweet. I want I want it all. Mm hmm. That's fair. I'll get my sweet from my mimosa, but anything Mm -hmm. else is going to be savory. Yeah, I don't think Cracker Barrel is going to be serving you mimosas. You know, you're probably right about that, which is unfortunate. (laughs) But (laughs) Get on that, Cracker Barrel. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Can I just tell you? I like Cracker Barrel's food. Fine. It's fine. But that country store they always have, it's it's so cluttered. It is like... I am afraid, like, I'm walking through there and I'm afraid to, like, shift my shoulder that I'm going to yeah. bump over, like, a rack full of 
goat milk lotion. Like I'm just, it's going to just be <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. I get Maybe that's idea. how they do it. <laughs> so that people knock it over and they're like, oh, you break you gotta, it, you bought it. You got to pay for those yeah. hand poured whatevers. <laughs> Dang it. Well, and uh. I'm never going into a Cracker Barrel like alone or with one other person. No! It's always like a group thing. Yes. And so then there's a bunch of us in there and we're like, we can't. God help yeah. you if someone else is in there looking around because there's like two paths to get from where you are to the stand the hostess stand i don't want to buy any sort of like mini rocking chair while i'm here i just want to have some biscuits (laughs) but i do want to sit on your porch and play checkers i don't want to do that what What? no okay maybe it's just when i because i only go there with a group of people when people are annoying i'm like do you want to go play checkers that's fair send them away see that's fair that is fair a nice escape it is so millennial of you to pick brunch as your favorite <laughs> thing. I've never, I've never felt you were more on on a millennial train than well, the fact that you picked brunch. Well, yeah, that was a good one. But I feel like I redeemed myself a little bit by saying it makes me feel like a drunk hobbit, and so I feel. <laughs> I mean, no, nope. that's why all millennials are going. <laughs> um, hello, millennials. They love to wear those vests. They love to be barefoot and have long hair, straggly hair. They love going on adventures. I think you're talking about hipsters. (laughs) No, I'm talking millennials. (laughs) They love to go on adventures. Oh, my God. They like rings. (laughs) Just one, Lindsay. (laughs) One ring. That's not true. They had seven rings that they gave to different clans. You don't care. I know this stuff. Do you? Do you know Lord of the Rings lore? Do you? I mean, am I to the level that you are? No, but I um I do believe I own the Lord of the Rings extended version of all three movies. I am impressed by that. Okay, all right, all right. Well, I didn't. There has been several times in the last few weeks where you have (laughs) been so condescending towards me when it comes to things that are nerdy. Lindsay, I'm going to start talking about video games in about three seconds. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Fine. I like nerdy movies. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. All right. You and your millennial brunch. (laughs) Are you drinking that mimosa out of a a jar? A mason jar? Oh, my God. Is that an option? (laughs) Yes. Millennial. Yes. All right, Lindsay. So hit us with that recap and tell our listeners how to vote. You guys can go and vote for our garbage options. Mine was Easter apparel and Lisa's was peeps using the hashtags Lindsay garbage or Lisa garbage. And your vote for our gold options, which mine were chocolate eggs specifically, but really just Easter candy, except for peeps Um, and Lisa's, which was brunch using the hashtags Lindsay Gold or Lisa Gold on our Instagram and Twitter accounts at Garbage Gold Pod. Yes, please do that because we like to hear what you guys think and we like to talk to you about it and tell us your choices too. Maybe there were things that we left out that you feel like you really want to talk about and should be mentioned. So do that too. Get up in our social feeds and tell us your feels. We will share the poll results and our favorite listener comments on our next episode. 
If you haven't done so already, if you could buzz on over to iTunes or wherever it is you listen to us every week and give us a rate, review, and subscribe, we sure would appreciate that. And if you like the podcast, tell your friends about us. I love to make new friends, and Lisa's fine with it. (laughs) I am always down for another friend of the podcast, though, for real. And we have a fantastic way for you to show that you are a friend of the show. You can wear or show your love with our merch. That is right. We are going to do an on-demand merchandise order for the month of April. The whole month. If you've seen us in real life, you've seen some of the merch that might be available. We might actually be wearing some of it right now while we record. It's weird when you start recording a podcast and you look up and you're wearing the same thing as your co-host. <laughs> we we not, did unintentionally not, coordinate tonight. Yep, it's it's real great. cute. <laughs> you can put your order for garbage and gold shirts, sweatpants, drinkware, blankets, and more. Yes, all the information is on our website and we'll share the links on social media too. I'll link it in the show notes. I'm so excited for this, you guys. I'm so excited for us to get our stuff out there and for you guys to yeah. have it because it's really dope. That is enough self-promotion for now. Join us next week when we deliberate the garbage and gold of The Avengers. Just in time for the release of Endgame, we are going to talk Avengers. Yay! I'm so excited. I know, me too. I have Do, a lot we have to figure of feelings. Out, yeah. We have to figure out, like, the parameters. Do they have to yeah. have survived Infinity War? Oh, yikes. Oh. Or no, not Infinity War, Age of Ultron. No. It was Infinity right. War, yeah. Okay. I'd rather not talk about Age of Ultron. I did not love that one. Mm, did not love take. that movie hot in take. general. Hmm. Mm. But yeah, I do have a lot of feelings about a lot of the MCU. So yeah, yeah we'll see. Same. So that'll be fun. That'll be fun. It'll be a good time. Yes. It'll be a good time. So we will see you next week. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.